Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from our pastor at Hatchbend Apostolic Church. baptizing four people. Amen. And I'm excited about that. Praise the Lord. Amen. We have some of our young people to be baptized. And uh, Sister Sydney Royal has been asking me to be baptized for quite a while. And then she fell and broke her arm and was in a cast. And and, uh, several things delayed that a little bit. But I want you to know every service I got an update. I'm not just talking about somewhere when service was over in the sweet by and by. I'm talking when it said amen. <laughs> right there. Amen. I appreciate that. Let me know where her heart was about all this. It's not just when we get around to it kind of thing. And uh, so many of our young people have been touched tremendously in our summer youth camps. And I appreciate so very much, I just cannot express how thankful I am for the access that we have to plug our young people into tremendous, tremendous youth camps. I'm very appreciative. I, I am very, very humbled and very thankful that we have the privilege to plug them into camp meetings that can minister to them at their age level and in the areas of their life where they may be facing. And then uh, for another group of our older youth to be returning just last night from St. Louis, Missouri, at our youth congress where some 37,000 people gathered, uh, not just young people, but young people and chaperones and adults and things of that nature, but primarily it was youth. And and uh, so I'm sure that if you're on any kind of social media and you're connected to on any level that your feed has been filled with a lot of the happenings of this week and great preaching, challenging preaching that has gone forward through our young people, and I'm thankful for that. I'll say this, and this doesn't just apply to our young people because they're just a part of the whole, but there were multiple news outlets that covered this conference and the impact that our youth had on the city of St. Louis, and it was all very, very positive press of how well-behaved they were and how well-mannered they were. And uh, we are are certainly appreciative of that. And um, my prayer all along, I I know it it is inevitable, and I don't say, I say this humbly, but it was inevitable for our youth to be blessed. That was inevitable because so many, so much time and preparation and fasting and prayer had gone. It would just have been almost nearly impossible for them not to have been blessed. So I'm thankful that they were blessed by that. But my prayer beyond that was that our youth would be a blessing to the city of St. Louis. 
Amen. I believe that. I know they're just one of many groups that may have even been present during these days. And that when they leave town, another group comes into town. But I'm going to tell you, just because they left there in their bodily presence, they didn't leave there. They left something behind them. Because there's a principle that was given to us to leave something in the corner of the field. And I believe our young people left something in the corner of the field. <laughs> Amen. And I, I'm very, very appreciative of that. Um, we're thankful today to also have uh, Sister Tabitha to baptize this morning. We're excited about that, and we're very excited about that. Amen. Now, Brother Danny's already been baptized, and we're grateful for that. Amen. So he's going to get to sit back and, and, uh, and watch uh, Sister Tabitha be baptized. So we just want to rejoice with them. I want to talk about baptism just a moment. Is that all right? Amen. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I, I want you to understand today that even if you've heard this a thousand times, get ready for 1,001, that water baptism is a scriptural imperative. Imperative. It was a few years ago now, but I was listening to a the radio in my office on a Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning. I was listening to a syndicated radio broadcast. I enjoyed the teaching of this man, although not of our faith. I just enjoyed his Bible teaching and uh, would often find myself gravitating that there to uh, listen. I was somewhat shocked beyond the telling when uh, at the end of his broadcast, he made this comment. He said, don't you ever, ever for any reason let someone convince you that baptism is essential to salvation. I was so surprised. I thought of the millions of people that had access to those airways and heard that and how much damage was done right there because water baptism is a scriptural imperative. Amen. The apostles administered water baptism and they didn't just wet people for the sake of getting people wet, but they baptized them in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. And to be sure, we have a mandate upon our lives today to continue this practice in the 21st century. And I want you to understand our young people and, and anybody in this house is being baptized or anybody that may be baptized in the future that it's not the water you're going down in that's going to make a difference. The same water that's in that tank is, is come out of the same well that flows through the water fountain, came out of the same well that waters the lawn. Come out of the same well that they're going to, uh, from time to time, use in the kitchen of our church and make a, a, a pot of coffee and a glass of tea. It's not the water. Amen. It is not the water that we're submerged in that cleanses us. Amen. What cleanses us is the identification and the association with the one whom we take on in water baptism. It matters what they say. It matters what is said. Amen. That name is Jesus Christ, and that name... It's what gives us significant, he gives, that name gives significance to repentance and it, and it prepares us uh, to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The power of Jesus' name gives us the authority to step into a new life. You can't do this on your own. Amen. You can't just say, well, I'm just going to stop and I'm going to stop living that way and start living that way. Amen. We got to get the devil out of our life, but we don't need to just... Remain an empty vessel. I need to get filled up with something else. 
Amen. And so I got to get full of the Holy Ghost. And so water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ is not, as maybe some may believe, an option or just a public display of someone's faith, but it is a vital component to new birth experience. It's then and there that our sins are washed away. Amen. How many of you remember being baptized? My, my, my. Amen. I remember the day of being baptized. I was a young man, and, and uh, I, I, but I remember being baptized. I can remember before I was baptized, an evangelist was preaching in our church, and, and uh, he started talking about his conversion, and, and he had a tremendous conversion story of how, uh, my goodness, how far away he may have been from the Lord. I say that just to use uh, an illustration in our own mind. And uh, he said when he walked by the church, uh, he was just walking down the road that something spoke to him and said, what you need and what you're looking for is in that building. And he said, I went in that church and that night he went to an altar of repentance and the Lord filled him with the Holy Ghost and he was baptized and he made this comment. I heard this as a child, I've never forgotten. He said, when I stepped into that water, it felt like that water didn't flow around my legs, but it felt like it flowed through my legs. <laughs> Amen. I'm thankful for the power of the of water baptism in Jesus' name. When Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, he stated that baptism was for the remission of sin. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word translated remission plainly means to have the freedom, or if I could use another word, the pardon. From sin. I've been pardoned. I've been set free. Amen. I've been pardoned from sin. Therefore, the purpose of baptism uh, is all about the pardoning of sin, the forgiveness, the putting it away. That's hard. Sometimes it's easier for us to forgive others of things than it is for us to forgive ourselves of things. And so I just want you to know today that when you are baptized this morning in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin, you got a clean slate. Amen. You got a do-over. You got a, an absolute... You got an absolute do-over. Pardon me, I will date myself, I'm sure, with this illustration, but when I was young, long before the days of tablets and technology and things of that nature, I'm not as old as dirt, but I wasn't born yesterday, but we had something called an Etch-a-Sketch. How many people remember an Etch-a-Sketch? I, I could make a perfect set of stairs, on a, it, stairs like you've never seen, stairs to compare to none on an Etch-a-Sketch. But if you just messed up on an Etch-a-Sketch, the only thing that was required is just to take that thing, hold it over your head, and just start over. It was just a start over. It was a do-over. And so today, that's what repentance and water baptism does for us. Amen. It's a do-over. It's a start over. Amen. I'm thankful today that God is a God of second chances. I'm glad for what the scripture calls a space of grace. Amen. That's what we're experiencing here this morning is a space of God's grace. The Bible is so clear regarding the mode for practicing baptism. It's important to understand, I think, both the mode of baptism and the essentiality of baptism as it relates to salvation. The Greek word for baptize means to plunge or immerse. That's why we go down. We are buried in him. Why? Because the old man is dead. Amen. What dies needs to be buried. And so we're going we're gonna to bury some folks around here this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. It's apparent that when the scripture speaks of being baptized in water, the idea, of course, of immersion is in clear view. When the man in the Bible in the desert, the Ethiopian eunuch, saw water, he said, here is water, what doth hinder? Amen. Together they went in. Amen. They went into that water. 
And so additionally, Jesus directly connected baptism with believing and salvation. In Mark, he said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. It is not enough to just believe. It is not enough to make a profession with our mouth or a confession with our heart. Amen, I've got, there's gonna have to be some action that follows after that. Amen, and giving his disciples the great commission in Matthew 28, 19, Jesus commanded them to baptize. And it seems apparent that the disciples understood immediately the essentiality of water baptism because they all practiced it and they all taught it. They got it themselves and they imparted it into the lives of others. Amen, the Bible all throughout the four gospels, Jesus expounded many commandments to those who followed him. Jesus told them this. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. The commandments he gave concerning water baptism were no different. And so today, because we love him, we're going to keep his commandments. Amen. Make no mistake this morning. In Matthew 28, 19, Jesus was commanding his disciples to baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That saving name. I'm thankful to know him by name. Amen. Furthermore, Jesus is the only name that brings remission and forgiveness and salvation. In Acts chapter 4 and verse number 12, the Bible says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I'm glad that I was baptized. I want to tell you, if you were baptized 15 days ago or 15 years ago or 30 years ago or 40 years ago, I'm thankful that I was baptized in his name. It was a significant day. It was a meaningful day. It's a day that I'll never forget. Amen. Colossians. The Bible says, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm thankful today for the power of his name. His name, that's what will give us the power and the authority to live above the sin line. Amen. It gives us strength when we don't know where our strength is going to come from. Amen. I just want to encourage you today. I want to encourage every baptismal candidate today. Amen. Our young people, amen, I want to encourage them that when you are tempted and tested and tried, in school or in your neighborhood and with your friends and with your peers, I want you to understand you're having the name applied to your life today. You're not trying to do this in your name. You're not trying to do this in the name of Sydney. You're not trying to do this in the name of Sadie. You're not trying to do this in the name of Paisley. You're not trying to do this in the name of Tabitha. We're doing it by the authority and the power of Jesus' name. I'm thankful for that name. Amen, I've said this before and I, I, I will say it again because it touched me then and it still moves me now. But I can remember when my wife and I were dating and, and uh, we, she lived with her grandmother and I remember going to her grandmother's house and I saw a little, what we may refer to as a doodle pad. They were just a little, little spiral notebook of some sort and she had written in there and she was practicing her name as Jacqueline Boyd. Oh, We'd only been out once, but nevertheless. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I messed her up on the song and then just told a story. So it's going to be. <laughs> I, need, I need somebody to fix lunch for me today. She's fixing lunch. I just don't trust to eat it. <laughs> 
But I felt, I felt, man, my heart almost just burst within my chest because there was anticipation. She was tired of being at the bottom of the alphabet. Her maiden name was Ziggler. <laughs> I took her almost to the top, almost to the top. I lost my way, ladies and gentlemen. I lost my way. Something significant. Something significant about taking on the name. Amen. Change the name. There was something significant about taking on his name in baptism. Amen. For all intent and purposes, we have a name change going on today. Amen. I'm thankful for the power and the authority of the name of Jesus. I'm going to ask our musicians to prepare I'm going to ask you to stand. It's going to take us just a few moments. Amen. We have several, and this is a wonderful problem, but I want you to be patient. And let's just worship the Lord. I want us to pray. I know we're going to pray over them individually, but I want us to pray today that God will just honor the faith, the courage, and the confidence, and that God will honor the obedience. Amen. It would be easy for us to think, especially with youth, it would be easy for us to think, well, one's being baptized because the other's being baptized. It would be easy for us to write it off that it's just the peer pressure of others. If you feel that way, that might mean that you've never been to any of their youth services. Because I've watched hot, hot, salty tears of their own flow down their own face. Because you see, the Lord don't need you to be 20 to talk to you. Amen. He can deal with our heart. Even when we don't have a full comprehension of it all, we can know what I'm doing is the right thing. This is the right thing. I'm going to hold on to that. And and through that act of obedience, God leads us. As we begin to walk in truth, he gives us the light and the revelation of the truth. So I'm thankful to walk in obedience and to step. And so as a church family today, I want us to pray and ask God to just touch every one of these ladies today. And ask God to just minister to them. And then I want you to help me do something. I want us to create an atmosphere of praise and worship. Amen. Because even though... Amen. They may have received the Holy Ghost. There's nothing like just a fresh touch of the power and the presence of God. Amen. Would you join me in prayer? Lord, we love you today. So thankful, God, for the power of the Holy Ghost. We're so thankful, God, for this day and what it This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.